So today I'm introducing to you guys a Bible study method for you to be able to use. I'm no longer going to be the sticking point. Yeah, I'm just continuing to equip you, which yeah. is what yeah. I'm supposed yeah. to do. Yeah. You know, whereas a lot of times we're, we've been laughing, and we're still infant, infant, infant. I mean, what, we're three months old? Like a three-month-old baby, that person's brand new. So the same thing with this church. But I want to continue to give you tools, resources, opportunities. We're praying every day at 10.02. If we miss it, we miss it. But if you get back on it, you get back on it. We're praying, and we're expecting opportunities, and we're looking for connections. But now what? Now that you may start to connect with people, and you may start to build a relationship, how do I really invite them over? What do I do? So there's a tool we're going to use called the Discovery Bible Study. And this is something that will help you. And it's very simple. It's very doable. And I'm going to model it for you for a number of weeks. Okay. And that is what we're going to do. I'm not going to preach a sermon, but I'm going to walk you through the the Discovery Bible Study. And you'll be sitting here thinking, I could have done that. And that is exactly the point. That is exactly true. Because I won't be teaching. I'll fight my temptation to go, oh, this bad, you know, uh, the, those, those gifts that are there and needed, uh, I'll fight that temptation and I'll just model for you how the Bible study works. Does this make sense? Yeah. yeah. And this is going to be something that you're going to be able to do. Sherry, you're going to be able to do it. Everybody's going to be able to do it to say, hey, you know, you can come over and we'll do this Bible study thing together and you won't feel like now I've got to go get ready and built up and prepared and study up on all this stuff to be if I can't answer their questions that's not the format at all and you'll even prep it and set it up so that they don't have an expectation of you or the answer person if you if if you don't know something that's fine the whole point is to be dependent upon the Holy Spirit and actually place a demand on him to bring revelation to the scriptures so I'm going to read this and I got this from Aaron Aaron Wells I'm going to read this to you guys what is discovery bible study and I will email this to you as well, so you'll have a copy. I need everybody's email address. Put it in box boxes. Yeah. Oh, yes, great idea. <laughs> um, Discovery Bible Study is a simple yet effective method for helping people become obedient disciples of Jesus. Matthew 28, 18, and 20. It is a way for groups to read and discuss the Bible using four strategic questions to discover God and His guidance for our daily lives. In Discovery Bible Studies, no one is responsible for teaching. The group is simply reading, listening to, and discussing the Scripture together, trusting God's Spirit to be their teacher and to reveal the truth of God's Word through the discussion. The focus of Discovery Bible Study is discipleship, not just gaining knowledge, but actually practicing the teachings of Jesus. Discovery Bible study is dependent upon the Holy Spirit speaking to people through the Word of God to shape people into obedient disciples of Jesus. Discovery Bible study is intended for both believers and those who are not yet believers, which is super cool. The Holy Spirit is working in the life of every participant to shape us into more obedient disciples of Jesus. So, here's a little section on Hudson James. Stop talking. Here's a section on hosting and facilitating the the Discovery Bible study as a peer. Because again, you don't have to be the authority. You're just the host. You're just the facilitator. But you don't have to be the expert or anything else. Although you're all 
overqualified even to teach. Mm -hmm. If we were using that kind of model, you're still overqualified. You're still able to do that. But this is not that. The leader of the D Discovery Bible Study is a host and a facilitator, not a teacher. The facilitator resists the urge to explain the Bible to participants or to tell them what they should do to obey his word. Instead, all participate as fellow disciples, one who is seeking to hear from the Holy Spirit how to become a more obedient follower of Jesus. This allows the group to process out loud what the Holy Spirit is saying to them and trust the Holy Spirit to reveal his truth. Instead of teaching, they focus on helping everyone feel welcome, like hosting, and helping the dis this discussion flow freely between participants, facilitating. So just, you know, gesturing and just referencing somebody else. Hey, you know, so-and-so, could you read that passage? Or so-and-so, you know, could you restate the passage in your own words for us? That's about it. So this is for anybody to lead and do. Kids, you can lead and do these with your friends. We, you could lead and do these online. You can do these through Zoom. Like there's, there's no wrong way to do these, uh, unless of course you didn't follow the basic format. But the whole point is to keep it simple. So that's the idea. Now, what is it? Here's here's what it looks like if you were to walk it out. So it has these concepts of look back, look up, and look forward. So those are the three different perspectives. The look back is a quick check in with everyone, and basically it's a look back at the week. And I'll, I'll dive into each of these more deeply in a moment. Like I said, I'll email you these exact sheets. The look up is where we're looking to the scriptures. And we're going to discuss the scripture. And, and, and then looking forward is looking to the week ahead, how we're going to obey the scripture. So let's look back. How was your week? How did you do? And, and we'll define that now. So the look back. Check in with everyone. How are you today? How was your week? How did you do with your I will statement? from last week. So of course you will not have that question at your first meeting because it's your first meeting. But it is the essential discipleship question for every subsequent meeting from this point forward. Discovery Bible study aims for discipleship to result in obedient responses to what the Holy Spirit is saying. So it's a check in, hey how you doing, how you doing, how you doing, good, good, good. How'd you do with your I will statement. Last week you said, I will blank. How'd it go this week? Oh, I did this. I did that. And I really walked that out. Awesome. Oh, I didn't do this. I didn't do that. You know, but I still, you know, want to implement that. Okay. Yeah. So that's all there is to that section. Look up. This segment is to read the Bible, to retell, to listen to, and discuss the Bible passage together. And we do that. There's four little bullets under that. So... We pray. One participant prays, welcoming the Spirit of God among you. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal His truth to the group through God's Word. Then you read. Several participants read through the passage out loud two or three times. So if I was doing a Bible study, if I was doing a discovery Bible study, I may say, Brock, could you read the passage during verses 5 through 12? And he would read it. And then I say, Bailey, could you read verses 5 through 12? If it's a different translation, that's great. That's even preferred to get yeah. a different mm -hmm. uh, sound. You could even do it a third time if you wanted to. So that's all it is. We're just having people read it. Everybody's just listening. Person's just taking their time reading it. We're, we're listening. We're paying attention. And then retell. One to two participants then take turns retelling the passage orally 
in their own words from, from their own memory. This is not a performance. It's just a, ta- a chance for the group to listen for God in the passage again and to help fill in any details that were missed. So Brock read the passage. Bailey read the passage. Now I may say, Mom, retell us. What's that say? You say, it says this and this and this and this and this and this. And good. Thank you. Chris, tell us what that passage said. And again, it's not a performance. Each person is taking different things from their own God-given yeah. memory. That's good. From their own God-given. They're not teaching it. They're literally retelling it. Yeah. So they're not trying to say, well, what the Scripture's teaching there, they're actually not saying what it's teaching there. Mm-hmm. But they are putting it in their own words. Good. So they're putting it in their own words. So if it's, you know, if Brock read... God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that whoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. If Bailey read the verse in a different translation, mom wouldn't then begin to say, well, God sent Jesus to die on the cross. and She wouldn't teach it out, yeah. but she would definitely use her own words to do it. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See the difference between like teaching on the scriptures versus what I heard from it and what I understood from mm-hmm. it? Yeah. That's good. So all super simple so far, right? Like nothing's crazy, nothing's complicated. You don't have to put on a show. You don't have to be like fancy about it. It's just, how was your week? It was good. How'd you do with the I will say? Oh, I did like this. Oh, how'd you do? I did it. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, here's the passage we're reading today. So-and-so you read. So-and-so you read. Cool. All right. And then you have two so-and-sos restate it in their own words. Okay. So we read it twice. We restated it twice. We're just... We're meditating on the Word of God is all we're doing here. We're just chewing it up going, mmm, this is delicious. Mmm, let's chew it again. Mmm, let's have another bite. Mmm, we had four bites because it's good and we want to continue to, to soak it in. So they, they retell and then, then we discuss. Have a group discussion using the four questions. And then it lists three questions for some reason. so number one what do these verses say about God what do these verses tell us about God number two what do these verses say about people you know so for example God so loved the world he gave his only son so that every believer would not perish but have everlasting life what does that tell us about God and then people are going to talk about it and you just wait and you just see what people say I think you know it tells us that God loves us yeah that makes sense. I see that. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, and then everybody talks about what, what, what they want to say. It tells us about God. All right, what does this verse tell us about people? Well, it tells us that people are important. If God would do that, if God would give His only Son, that, that people matter to God. Yeah, that's true. Somebody else says it tells us that people are going to perish. It tells us people will perish without God. Like, all we're doing is just looking at the Word, hearing what was said, and just saying what we took from it. Yeah, that's true. It does. It, people are going to perish without God. That's implied in that verse. God loves people so they won't perish. Oh, it turns out people are perishing. Okay, and then the fir- third one, how should we respond? Mm. You know, with that knowledge, God loves the world. Whoever believes on Jesus wouldn't perish but would have everlasting life. How should we respond to that? Well, I don't think, you know, we ought to, we ought to go to church. You know, okay. And you're not correcting. You're not trying to fix. You're not trying to go, no. You know, this is not just an evangelistic, like, yeah. you know, bring them through, solve all the problems, let them say wrong stuff. It's okay. You'll squirm. And you may feel uncomfortable, but you get to say what you think, too. 
So you get to discuss and you get to you get to bring some of that, but you're not correcting their thing. So when Sherry says, Well, I think, you know, we ought to be good people, you know, I might be like, Oh, this is not what I wanted her to get out of that. I can still speak. I still get to uh, so I don't correct it. So no, 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 Sherry, you don't you don't necessarily do that. You say, Okay, cool. Thank you. All right. How about you, Brian? All right, how about you, Nina? You let everybody just go around and mm-hmm. And then, of course, you can share yours as well. I think we ought to respond, you know, you can reframe the text. Well, God loves people. That's wonderful. God's good. People are perishing if they don't believe in the Son. So people should believe in the Son of God. Yeah. You know, that. so you can state it on yours without putting it on them yeah. and pointing out, like, you did that wrong. You interpreted it wrong. And you're not going into teaching. That's still in that moment. It's temp- you'll yeah. be tempted to go there. You're just sharing, how should I respond? How should humans respond? And the way to keep away from the teaching thing is really focus on how should I respond. It's good. Um, And then you do the look forward. So we did the the look back. How was the week? How did you do with the I will statement? We did the look up, which was the pray, the read, the retell, the discuss. And now we're looking forward. This segment is to foster active obedience to Jesus in the group this week. Because James 1.22 tells us, don't merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. So take time to have everyone make a note for themselves and record two I will statements. For example, this week, I will start blank or I will stop blank. And they just put it down for themselves personally. So this week, I want to do this. Or this week... I want to do that. Or this week I'm going to stop this or I'm going to stop that. Yes, Bubba? Should the I will or I won't statement have to do with what you read from the text? Yeah, that's the idea is that we're connecting it to what we read and mm-hmm. what we heard from the Word. That's good. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, the Holy Spirit could bring up something else, and that's what we're trusting and depending upon. So it may not directly correlate to the verse. Everybody may not think, where did you get that from? Like, it doesn't matter. We're each listening to the Holy Spirit and trusting Him to... And the Holy Spirit may say, I want you to do it like this. I want you to apply it like that. And then we close with prayer. So it's a short and sweet and simple tool. But I've told you, you know, we're not going to, especially for, for people who are already Christians already in church. We do not want to grow Salt Church through church transfer. Yeah. We really want to grow Jesus' kingdom. That's right. Because the majority of people that we know are not in his kingdom. Right. Yeah. So it just seems a little bit silly to just bring Christian to just shuffle, you know, deck chairs on the Titanic. And it, you know, yeah. it, it's just it's That's right. it would it bless well, I think it would bless their lives. They need this kind of church. I don't deny that and I don't want to reject the saints. And I think there's a day coming when we're gonna do that. I think eventually we're gonna be in some facility and people are just gonna come. And they're going to do what they want to do. And I'm going to shepherd them. And you're going to love them. And they're going to be part of our family. That's Mm -hmm. not a problem. But in this moment, again, I'm just repeating it. I've got to keep repeating it for my own heart and for yours. Our temptation is going to be to default to our old ways of thinking. And to the old things we're used to. Which Mm -hmm. is just, just come on, just come on, just come on. Whereas this is another way to equip you Mm -hmm. and me. Because I need to live this as well. To actually walk this stuff out and actually make disciples. So we've been talking about praying for workers. We've been talking about showing people what it looks like to follow Jesus. I've been telling you, don't bring anybody to this living room until they've been to yours. 
So now I'm giving you a tool to bring into your living room. That's good. So you didn't feel like you just had to open the Bible randomly and become a pastor. But now you've just got a, a simple framework to be able to lead everybody. And like I said, kids, y'all can do this with your friends. Absolutely. You can do this over FaceTime. You can do this over any kind of messenger thing. You can just ask a friend, hey, you want to do a Bible study with me? And they may say, sure. And you go, okay. And you pick a passage that you're going to read together. Five, six, seven, eight verses, a complete thought. Usually not just one scripture. And there's even recommendation uh, passages in here. Up to um, like 20 weeks. So plenty of places to start. Even for, for if you're gathering with non-believers. So it's, people are open. If they're open to come into your house for the Bible study thing, then they're going to be open. Like they're expecting you to have a plan. And they're going to want you to, to lead them through it. And you'll just yeah. tell them. Yeah. Like you'll be able to just read from this just like I did. Hey, here's what we're going to do each week. And you're not worried. Are they a Christian? How are they going to hear from the Holy Spirit? You don't have to worry about any of that. Yeah. Yeah. You, you just get to trust the Holy Spirit. Pray and trust the Holy Spirit to move and show up mm-hmm. and bless them and speak to them. And next thing you know, He does. And then you're praying, God's moving, and of course the passages that you pick are going to be teaching and, and reveal, oh, someone's at the door, and then you're going to be able to show them <laughs> that this is what the Word says, and yeah. they're going to be just facing it for themselves. What should I do in response to this? And that one day you're going to have one of them look at you and say, I think I need to become a Christian. And they're going to go, is that what you want? And they're going to go, yeah. And you're going to go, well, do you know how to do that? And they're going to go, well, no. And you can just point back to the book. And what's, what does the Bible say? Well, I need to repent and I need to believe, believe God. And okay, well, are you ready to do that? Are you ready to give your life to God? Like, you can just be like hands off. Like, I'm not telling you what to do. The Holy Spirit's doing the work. Yeah. Good. And you just get to be a witness to it. You're the worker there to help them. You're not leaving them out alone, like, to figure it out. You know, and laughing at them. You're there to, that's, that's your opportunity. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, yeah. it does. Anybody have any questions? I had one question. When you're doing the, sh- may I ask? Yeah. Okay. When you're doing the sharing and you said you're not teaching... What happens when, you know, Kayla says, um, that's wrong. It actually means this. You know, like somebody, Someone in the, somebody yeah. in the group. Right. Somebody else does some type of correction. Like, yeah. how do you handle that? Yeah. So depending on uh, how well you know the people, of course. Yeah. yeah. So that's always going to be, like, if one of y'all did that, I'd be like, hey, hey, hey. I appreciate that. That's good. But I could come on a little more blunt. Yeah. So the relationship always makes a difference, obviously, yeah. that context. But prepping it up front goes a long way. Okay. So just telling yeah. them all. So even, you know, in We're using yourself sharing. as a bad example. So, so, okay. so I may be tempted to be like, oh, here's what it really means there. And okay. say, so that's not what this is, y'all. So if I get going, y'all shut me up, you know, yeah. so you can. Yeah. Pre-treating. Okay. Pre-treating yeah, it and just good. showing. So if I get going, say, ah, Sherry, stop preaching, stop teaching. We're letting the Word and the Holy Spirit speak to us. Good. Okay. That that'd probably be how I would just preload it on the front end. Mm-hmm. So and then if anybody does, you just go ah you, oh you know and you could even do it like with a sense of humor like oh Bailey you're getting carried away, and he go oh you're right you're right I'm just like okay but but we can discuss but we're not gonna get into mm-hmm. correcting anybody or anything like that because we're really trusting the Lord to do it yeah. yeah and it provides an environment where a non-believer can feel comfortable yeah yeah obviously they're interested. 
obviously they came to a Bible study. Like you didn't tell them you're, they're coming over for snacks, and then you were like, hey, you know, so you invited <laughs> them. We eat snacks, you in, you invited them with a deliberate purpose. Hey, we're doing this Bible study thing where we just we just kind of read and just yeah. ask, you know, what it means, and we just go from there. You're you're showing how casual it is, but if they're coming. They're looking for some direction. Mm-hmm. They're they're op- they believe in God. They know He's real. They're obviously open to Him, mm-hmm. and this is providing a framework for Him. That's good. Any other questions? So everybody, put your email in Voxer. I will email it to you, and you'll have it. And then starting next week, I didn't know service was going to go like it did today, but it's all good. <laughs> so I was gonna le- I was gonna lead you on one today, but we'll do that next week. Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll just walk us through one. And We'll treat it just like you would treat it in your own living room. Cool. And we're going to do that for multiple weeks. And I want you all to just see, like, that's it. That's it. And we'll keep going from there. It's going to keep making y'all's comfort level go up. Our boldness is growing because we're praying for boldness. Yes. Yeah. Opportunities are going to continue to come. Uh, I mean, it's interesting. Different one of us, we're going to be, we're at different places. So Sherry, you may feel like, oh my goodness, this woman swam up to strangers in the pool and talks to them about Jesus like, that, I, that ain't me. That's okay. Don't compare yourself to Sherry. Yeah. If you start to feel any of that, you know that the enemy is starting to whisper. That's good. And we know we need to shut that down. Yes. So where are you? Is the, are you in the car? Yeah. Praise God. What's the next step for you? Yeah. You know, just like we asked, what do I need to be obedient to this week? For Sherry... You know, for her, like, boldness for her may look like something different than boldness for you. It may look yeah. like something different than boldness for me. It's good. I don't see me swimming up to, to dudes in the pool. And be like, hey, bro, what's up? Hey, man, what's up? Yeah. Hey, where y'all go to church? <laughs> and then they swim away, like, I don't know. Like, that, to You were me, talking about other stuff first. I graduated and <laughs> yeah. the church. So, I was like, how can I bring up Jesus? Exactly. And situation? you're looking for opportunities to do that. Yeah. And that's the important thing. Is we talked about drugs, actually, and addiction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm addicted to Jesus, guys. <laughs> we went straight to addiction. Well, they were, yeah, anyway. Yeah. I can you, sidetrack. They were making fun of heroin addicts. And then okay. I was like, oh, well, let me tell you why they're heroin addicts. Yeah. And we just kind of went from there. That's so good. How perfectly timed is this that you're ready to have a Bible study with this group of women? And now I I got to correct you on something. It wasn't my idea. That wasn't my idea. I was going to invite them to a winery to hang out one day. Like, that was my thought. And I said, because I was thinking maybe the, the five of us could go and hang out at a winery or something. That might be their thing. And as soon as I said, I was thinking, she said a Bible study. And I was like, I was going to say a winery, but that's even better. <laughs> you know what? That's great. <laughs> I like that better, Shannon. <laughs> Stop the podcast. <laughs> I mean, I'm just so being real. Like, I that's, it. I was thinking, you know, whatever. Yes. Yeah, funny. Yeah, you get them all together, yeah. I don't think we were she all going like, to go to hell think, that day. I was <laughs> thinking of pub no. crawl, casino, <laughs> Vegas. But Bible study's good too. <laughs> you know what? I love it. We'll do the pub crawl next week. <laughs> <laughs> we can alternate weeks. Yeah, yeah. We'll do both. Both and. Why not and you know, the casino? Is Mitzi, are you on Boxer? Did you get her on Boxer? <sighs> John Michael is really good with phones. He can help you. Yeah, probably. Yeah, if it's a storage thing, I can I can help you find your, your stuff that's falling down. Uh, did we 